Chapter Eight of the Ocean of Air: Meteorology for Beginners. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Ocean of Air: Meteorology for Beginners by Agnes G. Byrne. Chapter Eight: What is Meant by Burning? something is meant by burning which has a great deal to do with the ocean of air around us for if there were no air there could be no combustion on a cold winter's day there's a fire in the sitting-room the flames play around the coal and gradually the lumps of coal grow smaller till they disappear if more coal is not heaped on in time the fire goes out what becomes of the coal it is burnt of course any child could answer that question but what does being burnt mean suppose we have an iron ball in the grate lying among the burning coals to fill up some of the space this ball gets red hot like the coals though it does not like them pass out flames heat is very catching and passes readily from one object to another the iron ball seems to burn like the coals yet unlike the coals it shows no tendency to disappear it does not even get perceptibly smaller when the fire dies out and the red-hot ball grows cool it is seen to be unchanged if the one burns and vanishes why does the other burn and not vanish this question is easily answered the iron ball does not burn some substances burn easily and some not easily some will burn at any time in common air and some only under particular circumstances iron is a substance which will stand fire it can be made red-hot or white-hot melted and even turned into a gas but it will not burn in common air so becoming red-hot or white-hot is not necessarily the same as burning but though iron will not burn in air it can be made to burn really to burn lessen in size and disappear like wood if a piece of iron wire is placed in a vessel filled with pure oxygen gas it can be set alight and will burn away as easily as a wooden match in the end of the last chapter i spoke of fast and slow combining and mentioned iron rust as an example of slow combining now iron rust simply comes from the union of iron with oxygen generally at a slow rate in a damp place and it is called oxide of iron but this same oxide of iron or iron rust can also be produced quickly by burning a piece of iron in oxygen gas as above described then again the iron unites with oxygen and iron oxide or rust is formed only as the union takes place fast much more heat is given forth in a few seconds the more rapidly heat is sent out in burning the more intense it is whether the rust is formed fast or slowly the actual process is the same it is oxidation we call the one a case of burning and not the other yet the only real difference between the two is in respect of temperature and speed the common rusting of iron in a damp place really is a species of very slow and languid combustion what becomes of the coal and the grate 
when it burns and diminishes in size the coal is divided and goes three ways part rises up the chimney as smoke or soot part falls below as ashes part unites invisibly with oxygen from the air causing heat and flame in the act of union you have seen that iron can unite quickly with oxygen by burning as we usually understand the term only when it has to do with pure oxygen unweakened by nitrogen but coal or wood when sufficiently heated can take the oxygen out of the air leaving the nitrogen behind so we say they burn easily if the fire has been allowed to get too low and fresh coal put on will not catch what then why then we use the bellows and pour a supply of fresh air and gentle streams upon the reddest spot remaining in the hope that a new and abundant supply of oxygen gas will awaken the half-dead embers and revive the flame the oxygen gas in the air lying close to the coals has been pretty well used up but a fresh supply will give what is needed coal alone without oxygen gas cannot give us flame and heat for oxygen is the great quickener and supporter of fire if we could banish all the oxygen gas from the room keeping only nitrogen gas any amount of paper wood and coal might be put into the grate and the bellows might be used to any extent yet to no avail the fire would at once die out nitrogen is powerless to keep it alive so now we see the object of bellows to wake a dying fire just that a fresh supply of the needful oxygen may be given wisdom is profitable to direct sayeth the wisest of kings one cannot but remember these words when watching an uneducated maid puffing away at a lump of black coal without the slightest result a very little wisdom would teach her to direct the stream of fresh air towards a red spot where alone it can take effect if bellows could be made as to feed the fire with pure oxygen gas then at any time the last spark of a dying ember might be roused with ease into fresh life such bellows would also have a curious effect on the red-hot iron ball under a steady play of oxygen gas the ball would begin to waste away like burning coal when anything burns it not only gets red-hot but also there is a rapid loss of material it grows smaller and smaller and almost or quite disappears either part or the whole of its substance unites with the oxygen of the air and passes out of sight into the atmosphere this is what we mean by a body burning or being in combustion to make a body red-hot is enough often for combustion without flames where inflammable gas exists that is a gas which will unite quickly with oxygen there will be flame usually flame arises not from a solid or a liquid but from a gas in combination when flames play around a burning lump of coal they are caused by the escaping hydrogen some substances will grow only red-hot and waste but will not show flame any body intensely heated and glowing not yet lessening in size 
losing weight or uniting with oxygen does not burn the heated object is then said to be ignited or incandescent but not in combustion if a piece of magnesium wire is held in the flame of a gas burner it'll take fire burn brightly and waste away growing shorter if a piece of coiled platinum wire is held in the flame it will become hot and glow brightly but there will be no perceptible loss of material so the magnesium wire is said to be in combustion the platinum wire is said to be in a state of incandescence we see an instance of the latter in many of the new electric lamps a thread of carbon is shut up in a glass bulb from which all air has been expelled and it is then made red or white hot by a stream of electricity but it does not burn it only glows it cannot burn for there is no oxygen within reach and the burning of a substance means its union with oxygen another instance is known to us in the glowing gases which play fiercely over the sun in common speech we talk of the burning surface of the sun yet the term is wrong the gases which send out so intense a glare are it is believed only glowing not burning they give forth heat and light but they do not unite with oxygen and waste away to speak of flames on the sun is equally incorrect flame is gas in combustion and the gases of the sun are believed to be only incandescent not in combustion for true burning the presence of oxygen is generally needful and the presence of some other combustible substance to combine with the oxygen is equally needful we can no more make a fire of oxygen without coal than of coal without oxygen for both are required having both we must bring them together and must place them under the touch of sufficient heat when this is done and the union of the two is started enough heat will be given out for carrying on the work and for warming the room in the lighting of an ordinary fire heat is first applied by a lighted match to the paper or shavings some of the paper or shaving substance at once unites with a little oxygen in the air in that act the breaking loose of particles from the solid substance to join with particles of oxygen causes a setting free of fresh heat this heat spreads to the wood another union then takes place particles of wood breaking loose to form a combination with more oxygen further heat is again given out which spreads to the coal which in its turn catches fire entering on a course of union with the ever-ready oxygen thus heat both causes and springs from combustion now one of the new substances formed by these various combinations the particular substance which is formed must depend in each case upon the particular substance which is burnt as a matter of fact in the common everyday burnings around us two special substances are by far the most common as the second party in this union they are carbon and hydrogen when a lump of coal is burnt part goes up the chimney as soot part falls below as white ash 
heart vanishes so with the burning of a wax candle heart passes away as soot while the greater part slowly disappears yet though the coal and the wax pass out of sight their substance is not destroyed so far as we can tell no matter once created is ever put out of existence we cannot say that it never will be for the future of the universe of matter is utterly unknown to us but man has no power to destroy a particle of it true he can by using the forces of nature break up many materials change their form cause them to vanish yet the vanished particles may reappear the old form may be restored there is no real destruction of the tiniest atom in the case of burning coal or wax each particle exists still afterwards somewhere and in some shape part of the coal drops below is white ash this is the mineral substance which cannot burn part escapes as soot or unburnt carbon the great mass of the carbon which is the chief portion of the coal unites itself with oxygen and forms a new combination this new combination called carbonic acid gas floats away invisible joining the hot smoke in its passage up the chimney meanwhile the hydrogen gas held in the coal also joins itself to oxygen causing bright flames as it does so the result of that union is water in the form of vapor the same takes place in the burning of a candle some of the carbon escapes as unburnt soot while the greater part unites itself to oxygen and those two losing their separate individuality pass away into the air as carbonic acid gas the hydrogen combines with surrounding oxygen and these also float off as invisible vapor of water if a clear cold tumbler is held over a candle flame it will grow dim with fine moisture this moisture is some of the newly made water condensed into a tiny fog by the chill of the glass the bright light given out by a candle flame springs mainly from the glowing of fine carbon points which float within the flame where any of the carbon is within touch of the air it unites with oxygen and goes off as carbonic acid inside the body of the flame the air has no excess and there the carbon specks can only glow for lack of oxygen they cannot burn so they pass away as smoke if the whole of the carbon contained in the wax could be at once burnt up as the flame creeps down the wick there would be no smoke and very little light but there would be much more heat hundreds of tons of coal are daily consumed in every great english city especially in winter it is a wonderful fact if we consider what is meant by burning a mighty mass of solid black coal is in twenty-four hours utterly disposed of by the soft translucent air not swept aside in one mighty hurricane blast but gently lifted particle by particle carried off and hidden away by the busy oxygen end of chapter eight recording by john brandon